got biscotti and froze. Big boss like I'm Rose. Ice and Wendy's, that's a dome. Low baddie and she homemade. Rap my city at the home game. Up and down and go both ways. And the sprinter is taking up both lanes. Hopping, we zooming, the package be booming. Yeah, we got it, we got it, got it. She picking and choosing in love with the moment. Yeah, we got it, we got it, got it. They cannot do what we doing. You see how we moving? We got it, we got it, got it. Mess with the squad, you try to try to go against us. I highly doubt it. All of my bros, we got it, got it. They know for sure, we got it, got it. Been on a roll, we got it, got it. We cannot go without it, out it. Mess with the squad, you try to try to go against us. I highly doubt it. Been on a roll, we got it, got it. We cannot go without it, out it. Hopping, we zoom in the package, be booming. Yeah, we got it, we got it, got it. She picking and choosing in love with the moment. Yeah, we got it, we got it, got it. They cannot do what we doing. You see how we moving? We got it, we got it, got it. What is up? What's up, everybody? Thank you for clicking that play button, and thank you for the all the live people watching. Thank you for clicking, and of course, tell a friend to tell a friend. But anyways, special guest today, we do have singer songwriter and recording artist T Res coming on, representing TM the TMP camp and eighteen thirty six Entertainment. So that's gonna it's gonna be pretty dope. But before we get to that, we're gonna open up with some music. So enjoy "Way Up" by T Res. Wow. 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 Gang, bitch. Maxed out, bitch. All the fuck the way maxed out. Hey. hey. Used to see them junkies. Did some more about money. Bears gon' keep it coming. Speaking facts, no funny. Keep it more than honey. Won't do this shit for funny. Too much racks to be making. But yeah, for the, all the people who don't know you out there, uh, be, 
Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience real quick. I go by the name of T Res. I rep 1836 Entertainment Group. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my my homies out there, TMP Camp. We got Point, uh, uh, shit, Grind, AG, motherfucking Kirby. You know who it is, man. Drippy Drew, shit, hitters, bro. Hitters. That's right. Yeah, I'm plowing through all of them. I'm having all of them on the show. I'm sorry. I'm going through all of them. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. The whole squad, bro. Like, yep. it's a, the talks we've been having, it's like a new screw era. Right. Yeah, you guys got some big things popping out there in, in Corpus Christi. <coughs> For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. You got you got artists on tours, going on tours and stuff. Uh we've had artists on tours yeah. this year. Uh more coming up. Okay. Now I'm not too I'm not too in the in the know right now as far as dates, but I know there it's in the works. So yeah. by the end of the year it should be it should be rolling again. It's got, it's got to be an exciting time for you guys. Like this is pretty much like just the the come up, and you're just feeling it right now. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's but crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy how how life just changes in the blink of an eye, I man. You're just living the dream. <laughs> and this is shit you work so hard for. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I I don't know for any other artist, but it's been to the point where I slept in the studio, man. Right. That, the hunger for it. You know what I mean? All the emotions, the ups and downs, uh, it's like never giving up shit. You ain't supposed to give up at your at your dream, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, cause the cause the thing that kills me the most is the what ifs. Like yep. if I didn't, if I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So instead of kicking myself in my ass, I shifted it into gear and, and got down with with the right team, you know what I mean? Right. That's it. Yeah, I, I always tell everybody, I'm like, don't forget the kid with the rolled up socks. It's on my Facebook account. You can read it. Yeah, and it's just like it's. Don't forget that kid that always that always had the whole world in front of him. You still, you're still him. You know, you can't, you can't just let him go just because you're all grown up now. I mean, yeah, nah, straight yeah, up. It's, yeah, you can't forget who you, who you were when you were a kid because that's when the whole world was in front of you, and it still is. You just don't see it that way anymore when you're an adult, but it's still there. Yeah, nah, straight up, man. That's the that's the drive though. That should be the drive. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, well, what got you started into music? I know you've been at it for for quite a for quite a minute now. Yeah, you know, in in professional studio since I was fifteen. Okay. Thirty two. You know, I'm thirty two and shit. So, for the most part, eighteen years I've been in a professional studio setting. But as far as me singing, I've been singing since I was two. So, yeah. Two years old singing Spanish music, and then getting into my teens doing the R and B. And then okay. figuring out, you know, my early 20s, probably, probably like 17, 18 years old when I discovered like like Gucci Mane and mm-hmm. it was early 2000s. So that's kind of where the fundamentals come from, man. Like like the era, the era mm-hmm. of music I was able to adapt to from having like older brothers and older sisters and shit like that. Right. Yeah. What wanted what what uh, inspired you to get involved in like to be an entertainer, to be just in music? Uh, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, bro, I like the attention. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been that kind of person. I remember being like, a, uh, probably like six or seven years old. I'm in the middle of San Antonio during during a thing called Fiesta they have in April, mm-hmm. and I'm dancing with random people. And I'm you know six seven years old in a in the dance floor dancing with older people and just vibing. And 
I don't know. I like that attention, man. I all like right. that attention. You're the all eyes on me type of person. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I'm the same way, bro. I'm the same way. We we were having uh, we were at a, like a, a work get together. It was like a little party or whatever at work, and we were, we were gonna play cornhole. I never I played like four games of cornhole in my life. And everybody's like, I don't want to play because there's too many people watching. I'm like, that's the best time to play. <laughs> that's the best time to do it. Yeah, yeah. Where the action is right up the middle. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. yeah um, oh, what what uh, what kind of singer would you classify yourself as? Like R and B, you know, just kind of a little hip hop, or uh, it's you know that that's something I've been battling with for years, like. Okay. Exactly what kind of particular artist? Because I, like I said, I grew up singing like boys to men, and and then you know that's that's the soulful shit. And then you get like the steady tone from Backstreet Boys, and you just kind of put them all in one pot. And yeah, it, technically it is R and B, so I guess you can consider me an R and B artist. But I think for the most part, like the versatility, being able to put it in my rap music, mm-hmm. and not that it's not being done. It's just it's not being done like me, right? Kind of so so if I if I can classify myself as a, it's like a I'm declassifying. <laughs> <laughs> Start my own category, goddamn it! Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like it's whatever the feel is because I'll go into a reggaeton song, and then the next thing you know, I'm doing an R and B song, mm-hmm. and then I'm doing like a street rap song, like. It's whatever whatever beat catches my attention is what I'm gonna feel. So yeah. you know the demographic aiming towards demographics is like not having one solid demographic. It's having multiple demographics, okay. whether it be like a universal sound or uh, uh, just having like a solid rap foundation where bar for bar, you know, somebody can appreciate the bar, somebody can appreciate mm-hmm. the love songs, the this to that. So I, I don't know, man. I can't put my finger on it still. Right. Just yeah, he's just out here doing it. It's just, yeah, it's it's amazing because you're like so diverse. Like you, I've heard you in Down Pat with uh, uh, Droopy M and AB and Sob. Yeah. I think it was in the two. Yeah, and that that song that hits hard, you know. And you still have the you still have like the uh, the soft lyrics behind it too, that which makes it a catchy tune, which makes it stick into people's heads. But then you, then you also have like the, the, like you said the love songs out there, and it's just. Amazing that you're so diverse and just and just like in, in your art, it's amazing. Yeah, man, it's 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 a blessing, man. It's a blessing, but also too, you know, now I'm able mm-hmm. to clear shit up because it's like I'm looked at as one specific thing in the city that I'm in as like, oh, he's the hook dude, he's mm-hmm. the hook guy, he can sing, get him for your hooks. But like, I don't just sing, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just put myself in a box. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, I want people to know, like, I could do a rap verse. I could do whatever it is that you're looking for. As far as you know, if you want singing, of course, I'll I'll kill the singing shit. But mm-hmm. don't forget, like, hey man, your boy raps too. <laughs> <laughs> Boys got bars too, yeah. so shit. Yeah, man. Shit, yeah. But uh, uh, what has it been like your best performance of your career so far? Like, can you put like put like a stamp on it? Like the one concert or one gig that you just like crushed it. I feel like, uh, man, South by Southwest 2016, man. I went out there and uh, I killed a little showcase out there with a good like 300, little 300 crowd. Okay. Felt good. I got a good reaction. I got to network with people. It just felt like genuine, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't nobody I knew 
we all went to Austin. It was a big old deal, like, you know what I mean? And and I didn't know anybody in the room, but shit, at the end of the performance, they 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 really had like came up to me and really dapped me up and let me know, like, man, you got something. You're talented. I mean, I still yeah. hear it to this day, you know what I mean? It's, it's like a weird thing because even though I like attention to a certain extent, man, I'm a very mm-hmm. like anti-social person. I'm a very I'm a hermit. I like chilling by myself and it right. feels weird when I get approached in public when people do recognize me or when they like, oh, man, you're T-Rex, bro. I, you know, face, because it's hard, man. Like, up until this point with the whole Facebook thing or Instagram, I really wasn't like, yo, look at me, I'm T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But kind of just fell in my lap now. It's, it's like, so when people do approach me, it's it's a weird feeling, bro. It's right. it's not something you can get used to. You're like a, was it, because sometimes when I, the, my first time I got approached in public, I was like really shy. I was just like, "Yeah, hi, hey, what's going on?" And then I was just yeah. like, "Oh shit, this is really this is what's going to happen." And, like once people start seeing me and watching me, this is what's going to happen. So I, you kind of yeah. have to wrap your mind around that that people are going to recognize you. And yeah, and and the thing too, man, like people are too caught up on like jewelry and, and yeah. like fashion, bro. If you ask anybody that I kick it with that really knows me, I don't rock the jewelry. I don't rock the the fancy shit, man. Hey, look, I'm a I'm a slides and a, and a some some basketball shorts and a shirt uh-huh. type of dude with a hat. You feel me? Like I'm basic as it comes. So even though the music kind of you know bleeds through and makes it seem like I'm some kind of super whatever the fuck, man, I'm I'm the chillest dude, bro. I'm like the most basic dude you can meet. Right? Yeah, exactly. I go, I go to your I go to your wedding and some slides on some shit like that. <laughs> It's like I would, like I don't think I've put pants on since April because I'm the same yeah. way. Like yeah. I don't you know, shorts and t-shirt until winter until the snow hits. <laughs> uh, I'm on some J Cole shit, bro. Like this whole fashion shit don't really uh, amuse me. It's more, man. Look, like, do you have good music? That's yeah. how, that's how I want to put it out there. Like, yeah, I may come a certain way. Yeah, I may look a certain way, but mm-hmm. I did look. I'm gonna let my music speak for itself. Exactly. Exactly. So actions speak louder than words. That Warren Buffett mode, yeah. man. You wouldn't yeah, know so. Warren Buffett got billions of dollars. He's chilling as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, the dude's like wearing like like Hawaiian t-shirts and, and shorts all the damn time, <laughs> running around in flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That mode, that part. Yeah. Or was that Jim? That was Jimmy Buffett with the flip-flops, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even at okay. that, man, Warren Buffett, that old ass dude, he just He's look. He looks regular. He said he only carries like five hundred in his wallet at a time. How you got a billion dollars and you so humble to carry just five hundred? And that's really to just tip people and be like, here, hundred bucks for your service type shit. Right. Yeah. This that's just tip money. Yeah. You just went yeah. around with, with tip money in your pocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that card is a whole different story, man. <laughs> <laughs> that plastic will melt though, but <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just amazing how like some people are so humble when they have so much, but still maybe because they have so much they would be so humble. If yeah. here's here's an off topic question: If you were rich as hell, let's say you had Warren Buffett money, would you be like that, or you'd be all uptight on your G five? Nah, man, I'm like the most the the only way you're gonna be able to tell if I made it like that is is by what I'm driving. Because even yeah. at that, I'm. You know, I'm getting like a four bedroom home, something simple, a little 280 grand down here in Texas. You know, the simple shit. Mm-hmm. Four bedroom home, 
two and a half bath, you know, maybe a pool in the back, chill little front yard, chill little backyard. Mm-hmm. And that's and the car I'm driving, bro, and that's it. Like I ain't I ain't doing no flexing. That right. shit's for generational wealth, cause the whole reason I'm in this shit anyways, you know, your boy got kids on kids, so I'm trying yeah. to leave some I'm trying to leave something for him, man. Exactly. Yep. It ain't even it ain't even about what I like, cause I'm telling you, bro, I'm basic. I like my weed, I like my video games, mm-hmm. and I'm chilling. I'm chilling, bro. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, if I if I had that money, it was like you wouldn't even know it. I'm not gonna tell nobody. I ain't telling none of y'all out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling none of y'all I got that money. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just gonna chill. I'm gonna do my podcast. I'm gonna chill. <laughs> yeah, you might notice an increase on smoke, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some toys might happen. But yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's about it, bro. That's how I'm right. spending my money on some good ass weed and yep. That's it, bro. Like some hookahs and some bongs and stuff. We'll see. But yeah, man. Some some super blunts. I want to put a whole ounce and a half in a blunt or some shit, man. We have those at our dispensaries. Yeah. There's right. a whole there's and it's not an ounce and a half. It's like a whole ounce and it's like a in a blunt this long. Even and that. Yeah, it's like I, I don't I don't I've never bought it, so I really can't put pinpoint the price, but I'm guessing it's like 80 bucks. Damn. For like an ounce. Yeah, it's like an ounce of it, something. I don't know. People in the comments out there, if you know how much already it is, pre, go ahead. Already pre-rolled, or it's just the wrap itself? No, it's already pre-rolled. It was handed to oh, me. It comes in a big, Man, comes, in like, comes in like a big-ass tube. Like Dog, a poster would? Go. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I'm going down I'm going down there soon, bro. I might just have to go take a whole film crew out there and like do a whole video with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's dope. Like when you see it, and like I would never buy it. Don't be honest, because let's be honest, what they put in there, it it's it's garbage. Yeah, there's a reason why it's one blunt and it's eighty bucks because it's garbage. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're and probably gonna the get and fill it with some good, man. Right? Yeah, I'm like you might as well just <laughs> buy you might as well just buy the wrap itself and fill it yourself. But yeah, I think they got wraps down like that uh, mm-hmm. over here in Corpus, man. Yeah, I think it was a a Cheech and Chong record. It was like the old vinyl, and it, and it came with a big – inside the vinyl, you could open the book, and it came with a big-ass paper. See, that's what and I'm like, trying to smoke with, bro. It was like this long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to smoke with Teach and Chong one day. You know what I'm saying? Hurry up. Yeah. Hurry up and blow me up, everybody, so I can get out there and smoke with these dudes before they go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did some hollering out there. I might I might have a surprise guest coming up here soon, people listening. Speaking of Cheech and Chong, so <laughs> I'm working on it, man. I'm trying to get Tommy Chong on the show. I'm working on it. <laughs> hey, he said it here, bro. That's that's cool, man. I hope you do. I hope you could get him on there. Yeah, but yeah, if you could perform with like any, let's say any artist, any singer, songwriter, hip hop artist that you would that you want, who would that be? Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Wow. Frank Ocean. That's guaranteed, man. Okay. Uh, like any any reason? That's my favorite artist. Period, hands down. Okay, over anybody, like over Michael Jackson, over over James okay. Brown, like like he's he's that for me. Right. Name my daughter. Uh, gave my daughter a, a portion of that name. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's so, an amazing what? artist. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not jocking him. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, crazy good, man. 
Right. Yeah. It, yeah. You don't. You don't hear Frank Ocean a lot, though. When you ask people that, you don't hear Frank Ocean a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's dope. Just outside the box on that one. Yeah. Genius writer. Like mm-hmm. his production. Whoever does his production, I know he's very you know involved in his production, but whoever is behind it is a uh, is a genius. Yeah. How they can go from like the same song be like eight minutes long. Half of the song is one part of the song, and then it transitions into a whole new beat. Right, uh, yeah. still pertaining to the first part of the song. So it's like, dude, your your mind is is too creative, bro. Like you're on a whole nother level. Right, whole nother level. We're gonna be honest with you. I've never listened to Frank Ocean. Man, you you'd be surprised, bro. I gotta shoot you some records, man. Like, yeah, some, some life changing shit that'll make you really like decide. Like, wow, man, is is my favorite artist like a true artist like this? Right. Like, that's what it, you know, for me, it was a young thug for the longest time. Yeah, that's young why, thug? bro. Thug was like a big influence in my music, which is why I was able to utilize like the voice in, in my rap shit. Okay, way up, kind of. I don't know if you hear it in way up. That's like an mm-hmm. influence in way up. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to like particularly take take like take 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 from him. Mm-hmm. But it's just almost like when you're influenced by somebody that kind of like it either shows or it doesn't. And if right. it doesn't, you kind of execute it in your own way. But if it shows, then, hey, there's nothing wrong with paying homage to somebody as good as Thug, man. Right. There's Yeah, there, you see, you do see a lot of that. But it, it comes with everything, though. It, like, even in sports, it comes with that. Like, you see this one player copy this player and then mold it into their own. So you see it everywhere. I don't see how it's, how it's a problem. Comedians, you see it a lot with jokes. They'll repurpose a joke and remold it and then retell it. And right. You see some people get in trouble with it in that way. Not so much in music, though. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah, it's not so much done in music. I think in music is kind of frowned upon. Yeah. For doing yes. that. But you know, being an artist, there's a different, there's a different vision as far as being an artist and seeing it on our standpoint. Like, it's just, it's just one song. It may not ever get heard, and that song may translate into the next song, and it be, you know. Similar but still different, and then you start going in your own direction. And you find your, that's what they mean by finding yourself as an artist. You got to mm-hmm. go through these little phases in life where you're taken from certain artists, and that's who influences you. And then it's kind of like they all build you into this artist that now you sound like yourself, right? And I think that's kind of where I'm at in this in this point. Because I mean, you know, I asked the camp, "Who you think? Who you think I sound like? Do I sound like anybody?" And like, nah, man, you good, bro. You sound like T. Res. That's it. That's, so what, supposed it is, to sound like. That's yeah. what it is, you know. 1836 shit. Right. Now, so what what was it? What was the feeling of like just being signed by like an actual label, like not having an actual worry about the studio time and the <coughs> paying for the music videos and <coughs> hotel stays during tours and all that? I mean, it feels good, bro. It feels like it's a blessing in itself because shit you work so hard for. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, other and I know a lot of people are great. There's it sucks that people are great and kind of don't get the opportunity I have right now and don't get the opportunity to be signed to a major label or an indie label or anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, most of it, man, is, is gratefulness. You can wake up and be like, man, I signed that piece of paper. Like, I'm legit now. Right. You know what it's I'm saying? Like, it, the self-doubt's gone, pretty much. Right. right. That's how I felt when I got my blue check mark. I'm just yeah, yeah, I'm just man. Kidding. Nah, hey, 
it's it's an accomplishment, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, that's yeah. It is, yeah, it is in in a way, in an accomplishment that I have to pay for monthly. But yeah, it's a in a way. <laughs> but hey, whatever you got to do to make it, man. There's right. no there's no limit when in this in this game. There's no limits to yeah. what you got to do to make it. Like you gotta you gotta be willing to pay to play. Mm-hmm. You gotta you know be willing to sacrifice, and that's that's the advice you got to give to people. You know what I'm saying? Like the sacrifice, right. leaving your family for a certain amount of time, or. Mm-hmm. You know, doing something you may not think you can do with emotionally or mentally, like mm-hmm. all that shit's out the roof, man. When you sign them papers and you got to be on the go, bro, like there is no more uh, holding back. It's like either you give it a y'all, you're all, you just sign that paper for no reason, like right, you know man. That's right, yeah. Is people say just like no, there's if you're not making any money doing what you love, then why do you keep doing it if you're not making any money? Because well, the answer is because you love it and because this is all building to something. Like, you don't get paid at the beginning. You get paid, like, towards, like, the, the peak of your career. Yeah. That's, yeah, and like, then you get paid for the past of all the hard work and accomplishments and sacrifice that you got for. That's what you get paid for when it times when your time comes. Yeah, man. Like, that's the conversation me and my merch do have. You know, shout out, you know, Grab361, the dude. We have those conversations all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, business is business, man. This shit, uh, it's, it's not for the week. I know that for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we have those conversations all the time, man. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy you touch on that because that's like a, that's a daily topic. Some some right. shit you got to talk about. Yeah. It's, like, it's, 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 it's hard. Like when you're doing something that you follow, you're following your heart. You're doing what you want and then. It, it's hard when you don't work. see the instant repercussions. Yeah, you don't see the instant rewards. Like nowadays, everyone wants it's everyone wants it now and wants it now, wants it now, wants it now. No one just wants to like you know grind it out for five, six, ten, twenty years and then <laughs> get rewarded. You know, look at me for eighteen years. I've been at this shit. Mm-hmm. Do I get frustrated with it? Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but you don't walk into this shit thinking like. Oh man, I can't do it, or oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give up at a certain point. Cause I mean, that's that's where, mm-hmm. if you've done this long enough, uh, enough as an artist, you know that that like, man, I just want to walk away from this. It ain't doing nothing for me. I've been doing it too long. But like, what if you just needed two more shovelfuls? You know what I mean? You just needed to dig that shovel down in the dirt two more times, throw it over your back, and the treasure chest is right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you could be that close in life. And and you complain so much about what you don't have, but it takes a little bit more work than yesterday. Right. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, anybody can get anywhere if you just have that consistency and work. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, nah, I think that's why the label fucks with who they fuck with. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a doggy dog world. Who's going to mm-hmm. make the good music? Who's going to be able to be self-sufficient and really, like, stand on their own? And, I mean... They fuck with who they fuck with for a reason, you know what I mean? Right. You gotta have you gotta have that want to. That want yeah. To. It's like even if you're not even if you don't get paid for it, you're like, would you still do it? Yes. Of course. Of course. I love it. So why not? Yeah, man, doing it this long without getting paid. You right. know. Why quit now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, uh, so I had a question I lined up, and now I'm all I'm all high and shit. And nah, I forgot. You do, man. <laughs> but, but but what what is your what is your opinion about how like hip hop is going 
nowadays, like little Nas X and all these uh NBA, like NBA Young Boy. Is that his name? Yeah, NBA Young Boy. And- yeah, when all these all these new artists is breaking the stream, it sound like to me it it sounds like all they want to do is be Little Wayne. In a sense, yeah. music yeah. like I, you know, I have conversations like this too with the homies. Like mm-hmm. the shit ain't like it used to be. I used to listen to Wayne because the shit he would say, right? Uh, metaphors, you know, wordplay, all that, all the gene, poetic shit, almost in a sense, poetic shit, where you could really like. Uh, really pick apart what he's saying, and and it almost make you like say, "Fuck, man, I could have said that shit, or, or I could have thought of to say that." But right. man, look, Wayne was on some other shit. Nowadays, you ask somebody what they like about the song, it's like, man, the beat's good. Uh-huh. Yep. But but do you hear what that man's saying? But even at that, you can't these days because nine times out of ten, the content ain't nothing but yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> and, or yeah. bleep, 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 or that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, what, what are you basing, what are you basing music off of nowadays? So I don't know, man. It's it's gone in a downhill direction for me. Mm-hmm. When Knox was like, "Yo, hip hop's dead," yeah. like there was a reason he said that shit because he saw what he saw what it was turning into. Yeah, and like it's I don't know. It's like mainstream. I would I would go as far as saying mainstream hip hop is i don't say dead but it's on its way and i think independent hip-hop is picking it up i hope so man yeah because i see i i have a bunch of independent artists on my playlist that i'd rather listen to than nowadays people like artists nowadays definitely man uh there's like dudes like uh ease out of dallas pat run out of dallas yeah uh you know, local local people, uh, Southside Hoodlum in, in San Antonio, like underground shit that you would never hear on the radio because of how gutter it is. But man, it just kind of brings back that old school gutter, but in a new modern way where you can understand them. They're speaking about some real shit. Mm-hmm. I, I I like that kind of music. I like that kind of shit right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So so I tend to make music like that, and it may not be what people expect for me to make. That's why I'm saying like, what's mm-hmm. on my album? Is 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 a lot different than what people are used to because now I'm able to do the shit I want to do. Now I'm not saying I'm not gonna incorporate like uh, my singing shit in the album, mm-hmm. but but there's definitely gonna be like a twist. Oh, so you're like you're, you're leaning more towards the hip hop scene, or yeah, man. So like the album's yeah. called two. The album's called Two Tone. Okay. Um, me being from San Antonio, you know, tone. Uh, and then, you know, two-tone as far as paint jobs, it's like two different colors, two different sides of the spectrum. You got the rap rest, and then mm-hmm. you got the R&B rest. So there's going to be the R&B records. There's going to be the hip-hop records and uh, everything in between, man. It's just going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy, man. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so I was, was just going to ask you about your future plans, but it looks like we're yeah. dabbling into it. Yeah. So, so are you going to put out, like, a whole record, or are you just going to go with, like, EPs from for a little bit? Uh, you know, I, my whole thing is I'm doing album shit. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like in, in that album, I'm going to sit down with the label, pick out what exactly, you know, what, what songs they want me to use as singles, um, what the people are reacting to. You know what I mean? So right. get the snippets together, get the album together. I mean, it's, it's a progress right now. You know what I mean? I got shit at, uh, 
several different studios being worked on, several different producers I'm working with. Uh, so it feels good, man. It feels good. Finally, an actual project. But this mm-hmm. this whole project is to lay a foundation down to let people know, like, I'm I'm that. I'm versatile. Don't box me in. Don't say I'm a singer. Don't say I'm a hook man. Yes, I'm that, but I'm more than that. Right. So you got more stuff up my sleeve. You oh, can yeah. only be surprised. Oh, yeah. You know, even if even if I can get into some movies or I'm down for the acting, man. Oh, you want to act too? I've been I've been thinking about getting dabbling and acting, like maybe like go in and as as an extra just to see what it's like. Hey, that's that's you know this music shit. You Mm got to have a character. You got to have a character, man. And and I play that like so any any kind of acting gigs or whatever, bro. Like I'm open for it. I'm open for that shit. Yeah. See. Yeah. See. Hey, talent agencies, if you're watching, you You know, know BT Res, hook us up. We're yeah, ready, man. Do it. For me and Dan on some shit, we'll do like a whole fucking movie type deal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We'll figure something out. A little yeah. Starsky and Hutch or something. Yeah, man. <laughs> a little remake. Who knows? <laughs> or the new Teaching Chong. Yeah, there we go with the white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta switch Tommy the roads Chong, up sometimes. Yeah. Tommy Chong was white though, right? Yeah, he's a white dude, I think. Yeah, he's a white dude. Yeah. Because when you watch the movie, you think that he was he was like he like a Hispanic Mexican. or something, but yeah, yeah, but he's not. He's a white son. Curly hair. It proves the sun, bro. The sun done been hot. Yeah, the sun has been hot. They tan that white man to look like a Mexican. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with Cheese really didn't make didn't help any, but still, yeah. He, he, <laughs> I, for like the first ten years of my life, I was convinced. I'm like, yeah, well, but hey. Yeah, that sun will do you. The sun will get to for you. For sure, bro. For sure. But yeah, um, anyways, before we go, um, I do want to wish you a happy birthday. Man, thank you, bro. Uh, yeah. Today, today is T Rez's birthday. He wanted to come chill with me on his birthday. I said, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's all love with Dan, bro. Hey, but I appreciate you for having me again, man. This shit was fun. Hey, that, not a problem. Um, if you have anything to plug or if you want to like any social links that you want people to, to uh, go follow, yeah, go ahead and spit it out. Now's the time to do it. That's the bad man. Hey, man, check it out. It's your boy T Rez, 1836 camp in the building. Look, man, prepare for TMP's album. Prepare for my boy Point, my boy Drippy Drew's album. Uh, there's so much shit to look forward to, bro. So, uh, albums coming on the way as well. Two tone. It's your boy Rez. Go get the merch. Go holler at your boy Christian. That's Grad361. And, you know, fuck with me, man. It's your boy. Dan, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you for coming on. I do appreciate you. And all everyone, good. all his links are in the description below. If you want to go check him out on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I think I, threw, I even threw his YouTube in there. So go ahead and idea. click those links below, everyone. And thank you, T-Rez, for coming on. Appreciate hey, you, yeah, bro. For sure. And that's it, everybody. Thank you for watching live. Thank you for clicking that play button if you're not watching live. And leave comment, share, all that good stuff. We are taking a couple of weeks off. I got to rebook some guests. Got to get something going. I am, I'm trying to get a big a big guest on for you guys. I mean, this is why I've been trying to get, I've been taking little breaks. I'm trying to get bigger guests on, trying to evolve the show and get bigger and bigger and bigger. We're trying. I'm working. I'm working my ass off trying to get it. But, yeah, I do promise you guys we're going to be taking a couple weeks off. Um, go ahead and scan the QR code, and you can – right here in the little corner there, scan that QR code, and you can join Dan's Cannabis 
our cannabis couch, uh, my Facebook group. It's the official Dan Lovely Show Facebook group. So go ahead and scan that QR code right there and join the group. And there you'll have invites. You'll get invites to the live show and all that good stuff. And I appreciate you guys. Uh, I'll see you in a few weeks. Love you guys. Stay up. Peace.